Well, hello again. We are back. It's another fresh episode of Love Yourself Madly podcast. Thank you for joining me. Your time, your energy, your presence as a divine light of a being is so honored here. You are welcome. And I have just come off of a little meditative space to create a open container of love and harmony for you in this moment to allow the divine to channel through me. And so thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart for every single time that you show up, that you share this podcast, that you breathe life into these moments that we get to really just be together and so this is your first time tuning in it's about to be the 16th i think today is the 16th of october time is flying and i'm rededicating myself to really just showing up and showing the propensity of the growth that is happening in my personal life and clients lives the enriching conversations that are going on and just to create this open dialogue with you and so i hope to hear from you my name is altalainez i am holding space for you today as your spiritual hypnotherapist your sister in this growth journey and with that being said go ahead and relax your body i just want to open up a space so that we can really truly connect to the divine moment and unwind take some breaths collectively together and so as we do so allow yourself if you're driving and or if you're listening to this at home just really tune in as you take that deep breath just here in this moment allow your spiritual insights to really guide you to connect you back to a sense of hearing and the spiritual connection that you really have i believe in these moments as we silence the whispers of our running mind to become fully available to become sensitized to the harmonious sounds of god's wisdom and the guidance within as you inhale and hold and allow these suspension moments of breaths to open up the celestial movement and the music of the heavenly spheres within you the cosmic communication of the divine give yourself this open moment to receive to be open to receive love clearly to allow it to easily flow through you to receive so much so that the love that you can hear within you pulsating through you becomes the universal gift with ears open with the light illuminating through you and truly to the light workers let us really lose the fear that we may have had around truly becoming open and available in every capacity to a love so much deeper so that here in these moments the light can awaken our sleeping brothers can awaken our sleeping sisters that our true essence awakens the confused and opens within them just such a center of full embrace and that embrace that just allows the glow 
the divine within them to become available so that we may tune in deeper and as you breathe and expand into the space and allowing the flow of the divine feminine the divine masculine to truly embody and embrace there is no suppressing here in this dancing moment and so as the possibilities of just beingness really truly expand here know that you are good enough you are light you are here and with that thank you as i've shared this little breath and prayer of love ascending into that i'm honored to be here after the last oh my goodness i would say it was like 96 hours of personal development of deep dive It has been revolutionary inside of my spirit and inside of my soul and I'm riding on such a high and the willingness to contribute and to just speak life into you is my honor and so here we go. I came off of a book launch tour with Gabrielle Bernstein yesterday. She's a New York Times number one best-selling author and she was doing her book launch for Super Attractor, which is methods for manifesting a life beyond your wildest dreams. And before the moment slipped by me, I wanted to just share so much of what I gathered from the experience of truly just being there and allowing myself to really dive deep and she had so many beautiful nuggets and as the group of I would say there was at least 300 500 women collected in Hollywood was it Hollywood Los Angeles around there and so we collected and in that oh my goodness I love how they said and they opened up her story. We're creating that space of genius and not history, but her story. And that in itself just reminds me of how crucial it really is. I work mainly and above all with women in my hypnotherapy practice and in the deep soul diving work that we do in the subconscious mind. And I've come to realize that there just really is such a central necessity in the hearts of women especially to be vulnerable to such a state of healing that our ancestral wounds that really truly need to be broken that though they're spoken about they really aren't dived into and so this is one of the aspects of why I loved doing man breakthrough seminar and the personal development and the reorganizing of all of our limiting beliefs that happened and the understanding of profound nature that is available to us from the divine masculine which was led by coot blackson love him he's beyond look him up it really is powerful because we had the gift of being able to dive deeply into ourselves and you know I really think that it's one thing to speak of doing the work to heal though it's a completely different story to really truly be able to create an immersive experience where we get the gift of reprogramming our inner standing I used to say 
understanding, but really it is about the inner standing because it's an intrinsic thing where we get to recreate the relationship that we have defined ourselves as our persona, our character. And so not only with men as a woman, though truly with ourselves and so even though the workshop and the seminar was called man breakthrough it really is about breaking free within ourselves and creating that emotional freedom within ourselves and so in that all of the subconscious mind transformations that i've dedicated myself to in the last 11 years the wounds of women that I have been able to witness and that have carried through me in our exchanges because of our healing work, really it's it's created this deep desire inside of me to continue the liberation and to continue the upholding of love so that we can all continue arriving even more so to deeper levels of emotional freedom. And in that, I had so many epiphanies as to my personal story with women and how far I have evolved and ascended beyond the constructs of what kept me bound into a state of separation and disconnection, not only within myself, but within others, and to now truly look at how much of an impact I've been able to make in the lives of women and in the lives of men as well, the divine masculine. I respect you. I honor you as well. I see into you. I breathe life into each and every single person that I get the gift of the gift of literally, literally evoking just divinity, divinity, because we all are divine and we have that center point of divine awareness within us. And cynicism, darkness, fear, worry, all of those low frequency emotions, trauma that keep us held back in baggage, that's truly the gift of this work and it's the pathway because now I can you know use myself as a pure loving testimony to recognize that this really does does help in every capacity because in doing so we get to really flow with the gift of what it is as a woman to be in the feminine flow, the gift of what it is as a man to be the provider and the vessel of what you could flow into the divine feminine. And I said could as an opportunity because it's not so, um, you know, as women and men we have a gift and an opportunity to help each other evolve and ascend and transform our being from all of the lineage of what we've been through and grown through and there's a large majority of people out there suppressing their wounds suffering in silence and with that that becomes so difficult to carry on our own and so the miraculous healing that happened with all of the goddesses these past days that I've had 
an amazing honor to be around you know with gabby's event gabby bernstein's event to coop blackston's event and i would say i've been around at least 500 to 600 women and just the presence of all of us healing the deepest parts of our suppressed patterns and liberating our energies to elevate into the totality of who we truly are so that we can step into our radiant gifts. Ah, it feels so good. Feels so good because that fruition of immersive experiences is truly what it takes to get outside of ourselves and to speak up, to speak up and to be allowed into the deepest parts of ourselves to shine light into the wounds that we carry and to transform them. What an insane way to just reprogram all parts of ourselves. And so I'm going to share even more a couple of the understandings so that that way, you know, we have the gift of growing together because if we can't grow together, are we even going to go together? There was a lady, you know, when you're meeting, there was a lady we actually sat and had lunch with in a group and at the workshop and she was telling me how she can barely remember people's names and how sometimes she starts feeling guilty about not being able to remember people's names. And I started... I started telling her how in this work, it's so interesting that in the past years, that really energy speaks so loud to me personally that I almost can't remember someone's name until I remember their energetic signature. Like, what type of a signature is your soul leaving in my life? And is your name even in alignment with the signature of your energy? And it's only until then that I truly, really remember someone's name because I can remember their face. I can remember their imprint and it's kind of like that saying you know people don't remember what you said but they remember how you made them feel and so it's crucial to become so diligently aware of the energy that we put out into the world and how we leave people and how we come upon people because that energetic signature is what creates your memorabilia in someone's heart in someone's life and i'm truly grateful for every single person that has entrusted their vulnerability in my life and their stories and that in itself says so much because i was sharing with one of the one of the women that we had the gift of just I think it was like the third day already and you know sharing a moment of how far we've come and I sat down and I clearly remembered she had these beautiful brown lock curls and they were just so 
well rounded around her face and it, she smelled divine and I could just sit in front of her and the moment I locked eyes with her she probably was like you know I would say mid 60s and her spirit was so youthful and I felt so drawn to her that I practically jumped an entire row to go sit by her and immediately my soul felt like ah oh, she's family soul family i didn't need to know her name i just looked into her eyes and her eyes had depth beyond my conscious understanding and tears started rolling down my cheeks and i shared with her how much i've grown in the past 15 years of doing these deep dive immersive intensive events because i can clearly remember that women in my past because of the severed relationship that i carried with my own personal mom that it affected every other relationship in my life most definitely with women because i had so much negative connotations about every single possible type of woman ever that I've had to work through deeply. Women that were beautiful, women that were smart, women that were fit, women that were successful. And all I mean you name it. There was limiting beliefs around everything and for me to be in such a space in my life where the compliment I hear often from my clients my soulmate clients which is now like my practice is completely dedicated i would say 90% to women and loving through them loving on them loving around them loving into them and through our deep dive work that it's it's almost like who was that person i don't even know how that darkness and the cynicism that once resided inside of me it even ever existed because i can't resonate with that person at all and i shared with her that that true testimony of how much i have been liberated inside of me to be able to look and see that i have herds of women all around in my life so liberating what a gift and as i felt myself just truly release and press into the moment of allowing a deeper level of vulnerability beyond what my natural comfort state is it made me recognize how far i've come and how much i've grown and this past evening when i took a handful of a different set of soulmate clients with me to gabby's event i loved just so many synchronicities of what gabby was talking about and i'm truly a big believer in synchronicities in life and how spirit and the universe and god the common denominator of love is constantly speaking to us and she talked about spiritually aligned action methods and her four step processes which she's outlined in her book which is called super attractor which she gave us two copies and a journal and access to her digital program and the audible and so I'll be definitely diving in deeper and had a little bit of a chance to dive in today and I mean it was there was a couple things I already underlined and one was that she wrote on 
you know, in the beginning intro, even in the introduction, I was like, ah, nuggets. I love nuggets, spiritual nuggets of wisdom. And she said, I've chosen to perceive hard life experiences as spiritual assignments for growth and healing. And I underlined that because that's truly what I believe. You know, when I look at all of the hardship that each and every single one of us has been dealt in life, it's not that we necessarily needed the hardship or called upon it, but in some which way we've been assigned to grow through it and in that growth it becomes that when we are able to shift our perspective to extract that viewpoint from the experiences so that we can untether ourselves and she goes on to say that freedom has really given her an experience of being an untethered force of light in the world which reminded me of a really great book as well that's called the untethered soul and when i think of tethers and being locked and tied into something i think of when we're really truly in a state of prison self-imposed often and that self-imposed prison how it really becomes our gift of allowing ourselves to look at the experiences in our life as spiritual assignments and truly allowing ourselves to be healed through them even so much so to be even empowered by them and through the tears and the wails and the chants and all of those moments that we have to create to be able to untether ourselves so that we can radiate out as a light it's in those experiences that we're able to truly get back to a state of presence and a state of love and so within that you know our center point of truth and that guiding truth that really no one can no one can figure out other than you or you know really help you embody other than you because it's in the embodying of your own truth that you're able to create freedom so with that the awakenings are so beautiful and i love how gabby also went on to say that the awakening is beautiful though it truly isn't enough that too often we treat awakening as an end point when really it's just a beginning and i fully agree with that because it's not until we have awareness that we can actually create shifts and changes in our lives and to actually allow ourselves to really create a introspection where we can now reverse the tethers of what has kept our soul bound and attached and within that I'm just uh, in awe. My mind is so all over the place because I am still unraveling the understandings of everything that I have been gifted to be able to grow through and to see how impactful Coot Blackson, he actually talked about in the workshop, he talks about seven keys to a man and for the five stages of a man's evolution to be so, to become something so necessary for a woman to understand so that we can untether ourselves from 
expectations that we have that are spoken and are unspoken that create such deep pain cycles and really truly when we can understand where somebody else is at we can meet them where they're at and then we have decisive power as to choosing whether or not we want to embark and move through and move forward into these relationships because everything really has a deep impact these micro relationships and or these you know immense relationships that we are allowing ourselves the gift of growing in and evolving in everything has an impact and so i truly believe that it's so powerful right now in this moment for people to give light to the voice within them because those voices within the feelings that we have within when suppressed and repressed and silenced and numbed they create torment they create suffering internally and that suffering doesn't allow us to move out into the world to really embody our gifts and to project them outwardly and I can't tell you how many clients I have that want to be public speakers, how many clients I have that want to be book authors, how many people I have that want to be healers in the world that really want to go out and make an impact though they're not willing to speak. How many people out there really want to be entrepreneurs though they're not willing to pay attention to the provision of ideas that spirit is guiding within them and it really is so necessary to give voice to the pain so that that way we can liberate the emotions that way we can become a new version of ourselves and it it's just so so necessary I love I have this one friend he's so amazing we had the gift of an amazing conversation today it probably we probably chatted for like 2 3 hours and every single time we go off into these chants of conversation they're so enlightening and inspiring and today's combo we had actually started on talking about intuition versus instinct and there was a page that after i left wanderlust and kundalini yoga yesterday which i'm obsessed with because of the breath work and just the presence of guiding back inward into spirit is oh i love it love it love it love it love it and wanderlust hollywood big shout out to you my spiritual home love that place as well as agape that's like definitely the crevice of where my spirit resides eyes where you you're going to find me like always I've been gravitating in these places for a really really long time wanderless much more so recent but agape you know over 13 years for sure and well you know it it brought me back to we talked about instinct versus intuition and sharing our insights on the two and it was because of a page that i had shared on my instagram story and you know if you haven't found me yet on instagram by all means you could do so follow me there I'm constantly posting on my story and just you know whenever i get a chance in between client sessions to just spread love to just spread light and to just shine energy outward into the world never knowing who needs a little moment of just 
a good sunshine and you know we went off on a tangent and I told him that you know what I really believe about instinct and intuition is that they're two distinctly different things and I referenced us being babies that when we're babies we really only have two fears the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises and so everything after that really is a learned conditioning based on our experiences so one person's now recognizable intuition is actually extremely conditioned based on learning cycles in life and versus where primal instinct, let's say for example, you touch a stove and it's hot, you get burned instinctually, you now learn that, you know, it's hot. And so your actions are are much more your actions are much more of a propelling force versus a feeling state where intuition more so oftentimes guides on the basis of emotion. And what's interesting though, is that truly at times our intuition, our intuition can't fully be trusted until we start unconditioning our past because it's also deeply affected by other people and their thoughts and their fears and the projections that we've taken on that we've created as our blueprints of experiences and so if we've been conditioned in poor environments and toxicity our intuition is really truly highly swayed by something that could draw us nearer to something that's not alignment with the most high with the divine with god's intention of our life and or what really is good for us and so whereas instinct though you see a bear for example running full force at you or a dog that's in a primitive attack mode and or you're crossing train tracks and you feel the train like beep beep coming you will naturally like move you will run and you will move beyond faster than thought really and so it has more of a draw on action versus intuition is more of a feeling base as where our feelings are so fluid if we observe our feelings throughout the day we'll notice under a microscopic a microscopic observation that our feelings are necessary and they need to be observed though they can't always be trusted they're conditioned cycles also that we have taken on oftentimes as identity from the collection of things that we've experienced in our past and so here's where it's super important and I was even joking with him and I was telling him that you know I remember meeting you and two minutes that two minutes into just like our conversation I was like "Mm, wow you're so nice I like you and I remember like yes we could definitely be friends and so I've I've come you know to really be a big Uh, just a big protector of my peace who I I definitely grabbed that statement from Trent Shelton who's another divine amazing man who just speaks so much life into 
everyone and look up Trent Shelton if you haven't and just like I love you know just I've binged on his stuff very much so in the past and so but that's where I got that statement from but I told him that you know that as I as I witnessed that voice inside you know I'm very mindful of my peace and that means I'm mindful of my energy and who I spend my energy with and so I was like "Mm, that's a nice thought but let me stay in observation and really am I observing you through a past condition cycle of of people that I've been around and are been with or is this because I'm really in observation of something that is of benefit to me and I will only really know that as I gain trust even more so throughout time and through seeing people's people's integrity and seeing the trustability factor right and really just feeling in and uh, which is one of the things that Coop Blocks and you know he was talking about this weekend and really guided us to just get into that space of feeling in feeling deeper and trusting learning to learning to really sense deeper and to just observe if people have that trustability factor and you know people in general but yes also when diving into relationships and friendship and our romantic relationships and this is where sometimes you know we follow the trail of excitement so much so that we don't realize that (laughs) i love how coot says sometimes our conditioning our shit is attracted to someone else's shit that's unhealed and that's why we have these cosmic fireworks and you know i'm definitely paraphrasing that but really though here's where and i was joking with my friend this morning and you know we've been friends now probably for like a year now and um and i was telling him that i observed that in the beginning and when I observed that that I'm like hmm, that's nice though let me really continue seeing if you draw me closer to spirit do you do you draw me closer to the divine do you draw me closer to God do you draw me closer to the universal principles of love and really expand on what the most high has for us available for us and mainly and above all in my life because if not then my energy expenditure is not going to be you know expended in such a way that's going to add to my life and I'm not okay with that I am not okay draining you know my energy my life force this prana energy that flows through me and so are you drawing me closer to God? Really? Like is what we're doing together in the experience of being in each other's company, expanding upon my, just the totality of my highest self. And so with that, you know, it really is important because at times we're filtering through old traumas we're attracted to people that have aspects of ourselves somewhere in our unconscious space in our nervous system in our psyche that is drawn to that part of them and we'll find later on and there's this there's a lot of exercises where you know in Coot Blackson's breakthrough workshop where you start looking at the past of your relationships and who you've dated and you know who you're currently in relationship with and all of the aspects within them and you can actually really start to see patterns like oh dated my mom in that relationship oh dated my dad in that relationship oh dated you know that aspect that was unhealed here and you know I am 
so fully aware of how this impacts us in every single way. And so, you know, sometimes we have a a type of person that we're attracted to, but really it's super important to recognize, like, is it really a type that I have because it's the healthy, it's the healthiest version of where I'm growing into? Or is it a type because I'm really just accustomed to an unhealed conditioning cycle within myself and I'm perceiving, I'm perceiving through my traumas, I'm perceiving through my old wounds. And so it's so important because until we've created the healing of those aspects within ourselves, I fully believe and I've seen it, you know, throughout the 11,000 sessions that I've done in the 11 years with clients that our wounds will keep recreating themselves in a different dynamic over and over and over until we place center point of attention to them. And this is where anxiety and stress come up and they're deeply tied into the narratives of how we really have this running mind within us. And so, you know, it's, it's so, it's so crucial to have breaths, to collect these breaths, to silence that and to really just, you know, be, to be, ah, to be in that moment, to be in presence and to be in observation and, you know, to, to really just observe throughout time and to really give that moment to research the thought, to research the belief behind the thought, to research the feeling behind the, the thought. And within that, you know, it's, it's just, it's powerful, but yeah, you know, we went on this huge rampage this morning about how, much it's so important to really look in which ties back into like how Gabby Bernstein was saying that really you know it's like once we become aware it that's just the beginning of creating change in our life and it's so necessary to not deny our feelings either because our feelings are so so important, you know, brushing things under the rug and are thinking that you can deal with things later and keep doing that cyclical nature of repression and suppression and numbing. And really it goes to fight flight mechanisms within the subconscious mind. This is what creates, this is what creates more of that of what we don't want in our lives. And, you know, our strength really lies in being able to confront things and being able to face those aspects within ourselves that are difficult to do. And so all of the women that I've been around in the past days, they are beyond inspiring because of that, because of their willingness to go deeper, because of their willingness to go so deep that they're able to just go through the process of facing facing the traumas and you know dealing with the things and it's at that point literally with some of the processes I felt like we were going through exorcisms of every traumatic experience that we've had in our past because those internal parts of us they are constantly in some which way whether it's with dis-ease in our physical body um, whether it's with stress anxiety whether it's with like uh, you know, acne, whether it's with just 
so much our mood swings our attitudes our behavioral patterns our relationship cycles all of the things that we are holding within will find a way to come out in some some way and so it's so necessary to arrive with love to get back to the state of love but it's difficult to do so to arrive to a state of love if we're living in an internal internal environment of self-hatred and oftentimes we don't even realize that we are so deep in it until we're able to start unraveling it and so the unraveling it is really just so powerful you know to be able to bring healing and mindfulness to our healing and to allowing ourselves to be aware that right now in this moment if we have a pain it's necessary to understand the root patterns of that pain how it keeps showing up in our lives and to understand how it is that we can bring healing to it and you know because pain you think about pain pain truly obstructs clarity and because pain obstructs clarity pain also taints our emotions so when we are in that space how how is it that we can truly love our neighbor in a full state of euphoric love with you know without cynicism without judgment without all of these low level vibration feelings if we can't even do that for ourselves and so most definitely there's a bible verse in that where um you know even um i believe he shared it with me he's so good um at just dishing them out i love it because you know i've been studying world religions since i was like 19 18 years old and just fascinated by the common denominators in different cultures and tribes and just seeing everything in every aspect of and you know i i grew up as a i grew up in a catholic school my entire life since i was like in you know pre-k to Uh, 12th grade and then you know spent years in a Christian church Um, you know we went through my mom went through deep Christian cycles and you know spent years there I had so so many moments that I was exposed to just different world religions all throughout high school as well and in the space of travel and you know I've been going to Agape which is an all-embracing uh, in you know international spiritual center for over 13 years now and I love that love is a deep common denominator of where I operate you know I I say the most high I interchange spirit I speak upon the universe and they're all so integrated back to that center point connection the I amness within and I think it's that's what it is it's Mark 12 31 that verse within the Bible that says you shall love your neighbor as yourself there's no other commandment greater than these and so you think about laws and I've like very much so looked at universal laws and tied in biblical laws and you know when I think about when I think about loving someone else in that ability um, to do so without without filtering through our own traumas that means that we really have to one get ourselves to that level of 
healing where we're able to see someone else's love. And I was telling, I was telling um, one of my partners in the Man Breakthrough Seminar how I know that I've arrived at such, such deep internal levels of healing because I can sit and look at the people that once hurt me and, you know, and have just pure pure radiant love and see beyond anything that's ever happened and not create an identity out of any circumstance or old wound or things that you know would have been set upon me that I would have literally bickered and simmered on for years back then in the years of my cynicism but that now to know that that's the ultimate source of healing when you can see through the lenses of love without being tainted by emotions of discourse that run us off in evil thoughts at times oh you know that's healing in my perspective and in my internal being and so you know you think about I look at the words evil and if you really flip them backwards it's like evil versus live and in that living in freedom living in love and living in totality that's uh, the totality of being connected and being able to identify that love really love is so interesting you know we went off on this rampage too and we were talking about how do we even identify love like what's how do I identify love to clients and he asked me how do you identify love to clients and you know I sat with that question and meditated on it for a second and the answer came to me extremely quickly and he asked me what's the basis of like a foundation I provide for them and you know I told him that when I look at love, I look at love in so much so of a way that love is simple, though love is so complex. And in my sharing of what love is with clients, before I ever do that, I don't share what love is because one, it's subjective, right? It's subjective to each and every person. The definition of love is so unique based on so many different factors, the way we process spiritually, the way we process unconsciously, our six basic human needs, the way we process our love languages, the way we process our wounds, and that, that I start there usually. I told him that I don't usually share what help share what love is and or help someone distinguish and unravel what their definition of what love is until I can truly listen and listen in deeper and listen in deeper and hear their true pains from those marker from those markers that's when I can see what love isn't and more so than what love is because it's easier to draw from someone's pain as to what love isn't than to distinguish what it is for each person uniquely and that truly is the starting point of where we can generate a definition of where we want to move forward and grow into and what we need to shift in our lives so that we can create more of these experiences that enrich our soul in love and defined as love based on the definition of what pain is and what our wounds are and what isn't aligned with our highest self and what keeps us in bondage and so it's then that we can create a new model of what love is and what it could be in our lives so that we no longer filter through the 
old constructs of trauma and pain. And that becomes our new basis of foundation. So even so much so when we're out now in the world and we're like, ah, we meet someone and we're like, yes, that's the one. Oh my God, we had sparks and flying, you know, just like this chemistry. Yes, that's important and it's necessary and attraction is so powerful, but it's really important as Coop Blackson was talking about in these these past days in the workshop and the seminar to make sure that, you know, we're just not that we're not being attracted to someone because of our unhealed wounds and that that aspect inside of us you know it's like our not chemistry but our shittistry i think he called it shittistry is like attracted to another person and so that is really just so interesting because holistically it's so important it's important because anything and everything we filter through our perspective and our opinion and you know I always lovingly ask for people's permission to share candidly or share my observations of what they're speaking on and how I can hear the filtration in their languaging patterns because mind you you know it's like it's so much easier as a you know as a healer, as a therapist, as a sister, as a friend, um, as a lover to hear somebody else and to see what they're growing through because you have no attachment to what they're actually saying emotionally because you're able to see it from the outside and it's so much clearer and clarity is, you know, clarity is huge when distinguishing and unraveling our emotions because like I mentioned, pain, you know, pain really creates the obstruction of clarity and even just thinking about how great I feel in my physical body now that I'm healed and I had like a really, you know, challenging past two months, which was now I'm like so excited because of how great I feel. It was such a gift. But, you know, when we're really establishing a connection with our truest belief, it takes practice and it takes going out there into the world and really reacting differently and putting our new belief structures to the test through the basis of new actions. And this is where Gabby's talking about, you know, Gabby Bernstein in her book, she's talking about in the super attractor, how it really is. Awareness is the first key point. And I've believed this for years because you can't even begin to change if you don't know what you're doing it or what you're growing through. And so it really takes practice. So without practice, we can't create a shift and a change in our life. And so that that is so necessary because in habitual practice, that's where we can allow ourselves to meditate day in and day out on our reactions, on our thoughts, on how we're synthesizing the experiences in our nature on an intrinsic level. And so those gentle observations, they really do require forgiveness because you know, within that, we need to recognize that we're operating in mentalities that have a mechanism to them. And that mechanism is programmed with attributes that we call our character. But really, is it really truly who we are? Or is it based on a collective of experiences that have been, you know, 
that have been gathered from our past that we now create identity from and when we do that you know that's not the pathway to our highest self-esteem to create identity from all of the trauma and the things that have happened to us in our past that are preventing us from really operating in clarity this is where we do go astray we veer and now we can't see our brother and our sister with the eyes of love unobstructed love and here I think it's so it's so crucial and you know me and him were talking about in our conversation how you know he he said what did he say he said selfishness is one of the biggest errors that we have in life and he's such a wise wise friend and I really 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 admire him on so many levels in our conversations you know I've now come throughout the year to recognize his value in my life because he truly draws out such enriched aspects within me and within our conversations that I'm like, oh, I I meditate on these like conversations and savor them. And I'm like, mm, 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 mm. I love the aspect that I get to know of myself through these type of engagements. And so... You know, and in that, so we went off on a tangent on, well, you know, in selfishness, you know, defining selfishness and really like recognizing that to arrive to a state of love, you know, I was sharing with him, I truly believe that to arrive to a state of self-love, it almost does require a level of selfishness because it does become medicinal to put yourself first to be able to recondition the cycles in your life, to reprogram your being, and to be able to create a propensity and a movement of a movement of understanding through action because it's in practice, right? And that does take putting self first and foremost um, to be able to get there. And so he said something so important too because I told him you know it's fluid sometimes people have been so non-selfish in their life that that becomes self-loathing cycles of hatred and by never placing themselves on the receiving end of love first that now you know it really does for them to arrive at self-love it does require a certain degree of selfishness and so He said something that was so powerful and he says, ah, but yes, in that current state, yes, he said, but it can only be for a center point of time, like hibernation. And when he said that, it was like, I love that. Yes, because there must be a release. And so the system can't continue in such a way where it's only selfishness because then, you know, everything has, you know, universal laws, the law of cause and effect, everything has an effect. And so life has to continue. And so we have to not be trapped in attachment to it, but in the ability to let go. And so in the letting go also, that's where, you know, it's, it's, it's the ability to shift energy to now become strengthened by 
the release as well and the detachment which you know Abraham Hicks I love Abraham Hicks also you know you can like google Abraham Hicks and really just get into a lot of like the laws of the universe the laws of attraction as well and really the laws of radiance and looking at how we interact and you know one of the things that oftentimes creates a repelling force is being overly attached and so when he said you know it's in the letting go this is where we also become strengthened I was like yes I fully agree drop the mic por favor um you know if you didn't know I'm Latin a Latina my mom's from um Spain my dad's from El Salvador so you know I have I have such a such a beautiful beautiful cultural background and an upbringing and I love afro beats and you know caribbean music and trinidad and you know jamaican vibes and really just like a lot of my past lives have had so many african descendancy root um, memories and so I'm very well aware presence though presence all of this brings me back to presence and how the power of now is so necessary um you know and when we think about um the i am presence everything that follows thereafter is so necessary to the recipe of what we are giving ourselves awareness to in the moment and so you know, I referenced and I told him an analogy. I was like, you know, it's it's kind of like a delicious meal. You can have all the right ingredients, but if it's not cooked in the proper order or the proper dosage or we don't put the amount, the right amount of heat, high high heat versus like a slow simmer, you know, it can it can be nasty, really. It can truly be nasty. And so sometimes resting, you know, equals the marinating and allowing the marinating of that. And so Gabby Bernstein yesterday, she said some amazing things. You know, well, one, she was talking about her four keys and she said to have spiritually aligned actions that she believes in a method. And one, her step one method is one, make sure that your desires are backed by love and service. So think of tuning into the beautiful aspects of the reward of everything happening and the healing and the love and the outcome and reverse engineering that in step two, believing that there's a higher power moving beyond you, going to take the hands off the wheel, no need to push and force things to happen. And step three, to take the action from a place of spiritual alignment. And step four, be patient in love and in true faith that patience is crucial to the allowing of feeling a guidance and a connection to a higher power and feeling the energy of the universal connection to know that when you're in true faith, those who are in true faith are certain of the outcome and can afford the wait and to wait without anxiety. And so that prayer really is the pathway to the surrender because when you are able to surrender to the care of your spiritual guides in life, 
that universal connection, that this becomes the bridge to our right mind, that this becomes the reclaiming of our faith, and that this becomes the transcending of our false beliefs, because it's at those moments that here prayer becomes second nature. So I love that because it truly, it, it just build upon what we were talking about, that release, you know, and selfish, selfish moments and releasing them so that that way we can now understand what it feels like to put self first, to birth the self-esteem, to have self-trust, to birth self-love, though also in the release, it's here that we can now, you know, get into the space of faith. And faith, Gabby says, I loved how she put it, she said, faith isn't asking God to help you. Faith is knowing God will help you. And so the secret to prayer is to forget what you think you need. Because, you know, you think about it. How many times have we gotten something even better than what we set out and or what we imagined? And I love how even biblically it talks about like the faith of the mustard seed, right? And, you know, you think about the size of a mustard seed. It's like almost like it's so tiny. It's like chia seed size, so little. But, you know, I always use the reference with clients. I love mangoes one. And um, I always talk about like, you know, we plant a seed and we're not going to get mangoes tomorrow. You know, and if you speak death upon the seed, you're not going to receive the gift of what the potential of that seed has unless you truly give it nurture. With that, take a deep breath. I want to leave you with one paragraph from Gabby's book. It's on page 91. It's called Don't Judge Yourself for Perceiving Darkness. Let's begin by releasing any self-criticism or attack. I've seen so many people judge themselves for how far they've detoured into fear and darkness. Remember, the light never left you. The world of darkness you perceive is merely a series of tiny mad ideas and loveless moments that have disconnected you from the light of who you are. Right now, accept that the darkness and discomfort have been great opportunities to get closer to spirit. Let yourself off the hook for the ways you've brought into the fear of the world. Forgive yourself for all the ways you've chosen to believe in darkness. Forgive your attack thoughts. Forgive your self-judgment. Forgive your wrongdoings. And forgive yourself for fearing the light. Remember what the Course teaches. Miracles are seen in light. The moment you choose to shift your thoughts from fear to love, you will experience a miracle. Choose it now by forgiving your fearful thoughts so that you can return to spirit. I'm so grateful for you tonight. And truly, the spark of joy in my life for you joining me on today's podcast and sharing this and, you know, following and subscribing and emailing me if you have feedback, if you want to schedule a 20-minute free consultation. I have so many powerful 
healing tools you can find on my website www.loveyourselfmadly.love you can send me an email at loveyourselfmadly at gmail.com if you want to schedule a free 20-minute phone consultation i do four-month deep dive subconscious mind programs healing modalities we do everything from eft tapping to sound bowl binaural beats to hypnotherapy dream therapy cognitive behavioral therapy uh, spiritual coaching, love coaching, awakening. It's a its a deep dive. It's amazing. And really, it's centralized to the self-exploration journey and getting you to a different level, a quantum leap, a level of consciousness in your life. And so I meet you where you're at and then help you evolve and expand and grow and stretch your abilities. It's my calling in life and there's nothing more powerful than having a support system and having someone breathe that energetic life into you and so it's my honor to be able to do so i'm grateful for every little aspect of the work that i get to do because it's it's all inclusive it really truly is the hypnosis store I have online I have some free 35-minute stress and anxiety relief sessions. I actually am going to put up another freebie tonight and you know work on some new freebies as well and just added sessions. I have my entire store right now at this moment on sale because I truly believe that everybody deserves healing. Everybody deserves love. Everybody deserves support. And not everybody gets to have access to that so I love giving uh, free access to even just a 20 minute like let's breathe life into you on the phone and so if you need that I'm here for you I'm available for you I'm ready for you I don't believe in coincidences I say that often because it's truth and I believe in the miracles of love and I believe that you were drawn here today. And so if this was insightful for you, please do share it on your socials. Um, guide other people to this podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave me a review there. Speak love. Speak life. I would love your energy there. And tag me. Tag me. Just live your most authentic expressed version of yourself because it's necessary and you know I constantly remind myself that sometimes I think because I'm so immersed in all of this information and I'm constantly doing this daily deep dive work every day I forget that people in the world like sometimes they're not they're not you know and they really aren't and even though I know this already you know this is the intent of this podcast and so just to pour light pour love I send you with gratitude thank you I'll talk to you so soon